Hello, I am Lori Wendra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wunder, and thank you for listening. In past years, I've noticed this energy around minimization. Way back when I was in corporate America, we would call it downsizing or right-sizing, really looking at what was needed versus what was there in place. In recent years, I've noticed that energy moving more into our personal lives to clean up. We interpreted that as our material possessions, downsize, get rid of things that we didn't love. There's books written, there's classes that help us get organized and get rid of things. And the up and coming generations are already saying they don't want their parents' stuff. They want to minimize. They want to keep only the things that feel that they can't live without. They're not into all the memories. They're into making memories. There have been businesses spawned to help us along that way. Coaching or organizers, as I mentioned. Ways to help us downsize, organize, or consolidate. And we've noticed that shift from collecting material things to having those meaningful experiences. And we're seeing that across all generations. That's where we collect our memories. And thank goodness for electronics, because electronics have made it so much easier to share our experiences and to keep those experiences. So for example, even pictures, it's easier to get rid of or delete the digital ones we don't like. I know for me personally, I love taking pictures. And for years, I spent so much money on developing prints of blurry pictures or thumbprints or where my hair was across the lens or something. So technology certainly has helped us. But now, I have so many clients that fret over photo albums or memory books, those things that were created by them, for them, by their parents, or for them, for their kids. And some clients have shown up with boxes of photos, wondering if I could ask their loved ones on the other side, who are these people in the photos? By the way, I don't do that. But it makes me so sad when I see the energy of stress that these people are under, that they're left with someone else's memories. I know I and my siblings, when we went through the possessions that my parents left behind, pictures upon pictures of places they had traveled, friends that they had met along the way, things that were so locked into their memory of their life. But those places, the pictures of mountains or trees or flowers, none of us really knew where those places were. And certainly the people along the way, oh my goodness, my parents would winter each year. And so people sitting around picnic tables or fire pits, we had no idea. Even old pictures, old pictures, black and white pictures, we were sad because we didn't know who these people were. We sorted, we reached out to other relatives, but we didn't really stress if we weren't able to figure out a place or a person. We made a pact. If it's a place, mountains, flowers, trees, that type of thing, they would just be tossed. Some old pictures of loved ones were yellowed, faded, ripped, or bent. We tried our best, but in the end, some of those too had to go. And again, I just want to say thank goodness for digital ways or thank goodness for those pictures that did have the names or the dates or the places written on the back. 
But that's really not what I'm talking about today when I say minimize. That's certainly a piece of it. And the universe has been pushing us to clear and sort and sift and only keep the things that we really love. And so we have been interpreting that message as clean out our closets, get rid of clutter, remove the things that our children aren't going to want after we leave. But the universe has also been pushing us to heal our emotional, our physical, and our mental beings. And some of us are better than others at picking up that message about not carrying the baggage that holds us back. The emotional baggage that might be creating a boundary or a blockage, the physical baggage, the mental things. We heard it as material clearing. And most have done that. I know I certainly have large circles of friends and clients that really have gone or are going through that effort of minimizing. And when they do, they share it feels so good. Think about how good that feels when you clean a closet out or a cupboard or you get rid of things that you've been just dusting and staring at for a long time. Those are all external things. So place that. How good would it feel to get rid of that internal baggage that we carry? The things internally at the emotional or the mental or even some of the physical things that the universe is trying to push you to release, how would that feel to let those things go, to let your mental thoughts and the processes around all those emotions that just set you in a twirling motion? The universe speaks louder and louder, and we've been learning and clearing through all these experiences, moving through the experiences that we're open to hearing about. And some of you have been really listening. You have been given universal events that might maybe are really tough events and they've created those eruptions of emotions in order for you to clear that space. Those experiences are also shifting our mental filters. And this process has been so heavy for so many for so long. We've become almost numb to the impact of the emotions, numb to the emotional and mental processes and the physical impact of the stress of all of it. It's really hard to think about as a society, as humanity going through that. And then we really depend on others as we lean on others or we hope that they understand what we're going through when indeed everyone is going through that time. In these experiences, I'm finding though that some are minimizing the changes they're going through. They're trying to ignore them trying to minimize the impact, or trying to shut down. An example would be, you know somebody's going through a really tough time and you ask them about it and they say, oh no, I'm just fine. I know I look at their energy and sometimes I walk away and I say, I know they're not doing fine, at least in my definition, but what does that mean for them? And then there are others around us that are minimizing our experience, telling people it's not so bad, it's all meant to be, don't worry, they're glossing right over what you might be experiencing. There is truth in those words. Things will be okay, and there is reason for the event. There is truth in those words in contrast to what it could be, or perhaps what the soul has endured in previous lifetimes. It might not be so bad. But my point is that for each person experiencing the event in their life, we cannot minimize their experience. 
We can support it, we can hold space for it, but somehow not minimize it because it's uncomfortable for you. We have to acknowledge someone going through that experience. And instead of maybe saying it's going to be all right, or everything happens for a reason, it's to say, I'm here if you need help, or I'm here to listen. There are ways to approach those situations and help instead of you being uncomfortable and wanting to just step away from it. And I understand sometimes we aren't in that position, nor should we be in that position to be in the middle of a situation or try to fix something. That's not what I'm saying, but it's to show our compassion right now and not try to minimize when people are working so hard on healing and bringing those things to the surface. We don't want to be the one or be the energy that pushes it back down or creates this condition where people begin to hide that again. Some of us take on the role of trying to make things better for people, giving them encouragement, hope, advice, and sometimes in doing that, we minimize their experience. Sometimes we just have to let them be. If they are processing their emotions and we interrupt that processing, it may impact them in a way we don't understand. It's like when we're talking or telling a story and someone interrupts our train of thought, our minds get jarred into a different place and sometimes we struggle to get back to what we were saying. When we get in a certain flow, we like to stay in that flow. That's organic. That's natural for us. If you watch a river flow, it flows a certain way. It struggles if it has to flow the opposite way. But unknowingly, we can interrupt someone's flow of processing. I don't know that we intentionally try to minimize someone or even minimize ourselves, but as humans, we do it. I see people's energy aura pulled tightly against their physical body as a method of protection or fear or going within and not wanting to be seen. Keep in mind that life pushes us to evolve. Life pushes our energy field to be bold and out there and to be healed. It's part of that evolution that we expand our energy fields, that we move into a higher vibration and share those energy fields. Literally, I see the auras grow, push outward from the body and change into lovely colors of the chakras, red, orange, yellow, green, shades of blues, purples, white, and then everything in between. Yet when something doesn't feel right, those colors and the shape of the aura becomes muted or distorted. And when we minimize others, you also minimize yourself. So as I watch people talking, it's like if something is said and the energy of the aura field of one gets minimized, and I'm just going to use that term because I don't have a better term to use today. Just a few seconds later, the other person's aura field also becomes similar. We're one with energy and we try to blend in or adapt. So it's very logical. If we're with somebody very happy, we become very happy. Sometimes if we're with someone very sad, we become very sad. But it's that unintentional when we might say something that triggers something, the subtlety, there's an offness in the energy field. That's why I say when you minimize yourself, you also minimize others. Reality is you can't support others when you are unable to support your own energy. When you minimize yourself, it's impossible to uplift others. It's a false sense of energy. Energy is energy. And if you don't have a vibrational energy for yourself, you're not going to be able to honestly purely give it to others. And to think that you can give out energy you don't have, well, it just is impossible. 
It becomes distorted, clouded, infused with the energy of your own wounds. And I know you don't want to do that. You might be listening to this right now and say, oh my gosh, I do not want to do that. But that's what happens in energy. And this is how we continue to perpetuate and to populate toxic energy. Mother Earth, even your human body knows how to be pure. So where do the impurities come from that circle around us? Things that we release and then come back to us again and again? Well, yes. Things that other people release and we draw to us because our field is distorted? Yes. We are a collective and we need to remember that. Anyone in the collective that's distorting energy puts that energy out into the atmosphere. And when you minimize yourself or others, you continue to contribute to your own minimization and that of humanity. That's scary, right? So how does it all get fixed? How does it all get corrected? How do we all maximize our love vibration? Well, you begin by seeing truth and reality and stop closing your eyes to things you don't want to see or things you don't want to believe are true. You pay attention to your intuition, your gut feelings. You listen to the universe. Sometimes you don't say anything. You start seeing people around you, like really, really seeing them, being in tune with their energy, reading the energy, not glossing over with simple accolades that are meant to make them feel better. You listen, you hear them, you allow time to be with them or alone with you. Be alone with your thoughts, your emotions. You allow yourself to feel just as much as you might allow others to feel their emotions. And as I say that, I want to pose the question, how many of you are okay with others sharing their emotions, but you're not okay with sharing your emotions? Wow. Stop minimizing yourself, your power, your abilities to manifest, to create reality, to create that reality from a dream or a wish or a plan. Stop worrying and start living. Start being. You be and stop trying to be something you're not. You allow yourself to get in the flow and let go when you're not in the flow and you realize when you're not in the flow. You let your light shine just as it is. You live boldly and you love boldly out loud in the light and in the divine energy of what you're supposed to be. You allow the universe to Give to you what it will, good, bad, or other. When you feel the pushes of the universe to clean up, downsize, right-size, minimize, move, ask yourself, is it the physical world? Is it the emotional world? Is it the mental world? What is the universe? Are you interpreting what those messages are? Trust that whatever that the universe is giving you is there in some way to help you. You don't have to have the answer, but it's some way, somehow showing up at this particular time for a purpose or a reason. That might be taking something away. It might be giving you something or totally moving you on to something different. Celebrate you. I think of all the times in my life that I may have said no when the universe was pushing me and I realized I wouldn't be where I am today. Or how many times I did say no and the universe kept pushing and pushing and pushing until I heard, until it wasn't actually a gentle push, it was a kick in the hind end. It would have been much easier for me to hear the message the first time and just move that way versus fighting it. So when I say don't minimize, 
Don't minimize yourself. Don't hide. Don't try to be something that you're not or try to be something that you think you should be. When you minimize yourself, it's impossible to truly see the beauty you are, the light that you are, the love that you are. It's impossible for you to see what's available to you and how grand life is. It's impossible to see the abundance in everything if only you choose to look for it. And I'll tell you that includes dust bunnies. Yes, dust bunnies. Even that can be abundant. But when I put that lens on it and I laugh about, wow, dust bunnies are abundant, it has a different vibration than if I approach it from disappointment, frustration, anger. Look for ways to minimize that stress, to minimize those times or those feelings of anger, frustration, disappointment, and do so by maximizing love and joy, acceptance, and just allowing you to be. Please acknowledge your own beauty. Acknowledge your love, your light, your inner wisdom, the gifts that you came into this life with, and the gifts that you continue to unlock as you traverse the planet. You know that you're here at this important time. You know you have a purpose. Even though it might not be as clear as you think it should be, you're here because you are here. And that's all you need to know right now. So much love sent to you. Wishing you all the joy to be aware and awakened in those places where you shrink in your energy. And I wish for you that you maximize that energy field and that you realize just how wonderful you are. This is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.